Previously on Coupled with Chaos, Real Housewives. Oh, I get I've it. I've been in a similar situation sure. before. And you feel kind of you know, odd. Somebody could see that and, you know, take from that. Maybe something was going on. Next thing you know, they're telling the neighbors. And, sure. you know, it spreads like that. And, you know, you, you don't want to do anything wrong. But you also don't want the appearance of doing anything. Do you know how many women asked me in the hotel rooms? <laughs> Do you know how many? I know a woman asked you to her house when None. her husband wasn't home. Not Well, that's different. But. No, it wasn't different. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Real Housewives of Potomac Season 7, Episode 19, Reunion Part 2. What? This is fun, right? But you're already looking forward to Part 3, aren't you? Yes. It's going to be just a bomb. The um, the thing here, I think, of all things that we see in this episode is the Andy and Giselle thing seemed a bit awkward, right? Yeah. She's talking about her procedure, and I think one of the few times she's kind of letting you in her world. Yeah. And she backs down. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it later. He goes, no, we'll talk about it now. Yeah. Went, she, wow, that almost sounded rude. Your call on that? Um, I think it's because she has a tendency, and fans have noticed and commented to Bravo quite a bit, that she does not share personal things. She avoids talking about herself, but she expects everybody else to tell their stories. And they talk about that a lot there. Yes, and so I think that he is trying to get her to finish one personal story. (laughs) You get everybody, probably to get everybody off of... Um, Complaining about that. Yeah, kind of off of his back. Yeah. I mean, it's a delicate line that he's walking. He probably gets accused of having favorites, and he has to. I mean, he's around all of these people. They're a part uh-huh. of his life. They've made him very wealthy. Right. They go to his, you know, child births and birthdays and <laughs> whatever. So I get it. It makes sense. And I think somebody like Giselle's good for the show. Right. She's entertaining. And she stirs the pot. Right, she does. Nothing really gets by. It's the same thing like Ashley, right? They just let stuff go, hey, guess what I heard? Did you hear about this? You know, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And say what you want. The women don't like it, but it's a part of the show. Mm-hmm. And you see it even this whole episode. They kind of break the fourth wall a little bit. I think Robin kind of says it. It's like, hey, well, you know we are putting on a show here. Mm-hmm. Which, of all people. Right. She, what did she say? It was, we're doing a show here, so our lives are wide open. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about, more or less, I think, the Chris-Giselle thing. Mm-hmm. And that that was happening. Because they were accusing her of doing it on camera on purpose. And, and not doing it privately, not on camera. Andy's not upset about this. No, this it made it made for good a good show. She Candace accused Giselle of doing it to give herself a storyline. Yeah, but I, I, you know what? I'm tired of this somebody's storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that matters. I think these people are around each other enough. This stuff happens. We don't necessarily need huge, big, dramatic things. These women. And she seemed honest about it. Made her uncomfortable. And, and, and Candace can't seem to accept that. Right. The whole point 
for all of this was that Candace said that she lied. And she's and I think they went through every story and they said, This is what I said to this person. This is what I said to this person. This is what I said. It made me feel uncomfortable. That's what I said. Right. Not that he did something to her, but that his presence there in private made her uncomfortable. Everybody on all this, everybody just wants their own feelings acknowledged. I'm almost a bit, I don't know, tired of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to Crystal in Beverly Hills. Right. My feelings. Don't tell me how to feel. And, and I get it, but it's hard to force that on everybody. You do get to feel how you get to feel. But you don't always have to get to feel what you feel in public in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Candace may feel wronged. And Giselle may feel uncomfortable, and she surely has the right to let somebody know that she feels uncomfortable. So well, I really think, and I agree with what people on the stage said, that it wouldn't have been a big deal if they hadn't reacted like it was a big deal. They made it a big deal with their reaction. We talked about it last week, and it's been the theme of this week is about lying. And And... Giselle was very clear mm-hmm. that Chris invited her into the room. Mm-hmm. Chris didn't say Giselle invited me into the room. Chris said, I think Giselle invited me into the room. Mm-hmm. That means he's not lying about it, mm-hmm. but he is. Yeah, he's also not denying. Yes. And so that. To me, that's something right there. Giselle isn't even backing down a hair. She isn't saying, no, 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 I'm not sure what happened. We all had a drink. I don't remember. Giselle's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. He invited me into the room. So, and that Chris denies that. It's a problem for me. We've talked about it all week. It's if you're lying about something, you're hiding something. You can say, well, I'm just trying to protect somebody. Chris could be, I'm just trying to protect my marriage. And let's not forget what happened in that room. Do you remember what happened or what Giselle said happened in that room? That Chris was complaining about Candace? Oh, really? Yes. Mm. That's part two of making me feel uncomfortable. Mm. Just nothing good happens there. Yeah. At all. Well, that makes an uncomfortable situation more uncomfortable. More uncomfortable. You got me in here alone to complain about your wife. And so not always, and I guess as females, you guys have to deal with this frequently. Yeah. I think it's about, I think your gut tells you when something's not right. Yes. And that's about it, isn't it? I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be blatantly obvious. People are touching you and putting their lips on you. Yeah. But sometimes it's just a feeling. Yeah. Body language. You know, I think, you know, for us, it is um, um, as guys, I think we probably don't quite understand. I don't know if it's privilege or if it's a lack of empathy or I don't know what it is, but maybe we just don't see that type of thing. So if your rule is don't be alone in a room with a married man or a married woman, and you could stay there, you go, well, that's not right. You shouldn't have to do that. 
But what happens when you don't? Mm-hmm. You can be accused of things. This is what happens when you don't. Right. And there's no chance of impropriety. Right. If this doesn't happen. So do you say, well, that's not fair. I shouldn't have to not have male or female friends. I think about it. I went down to a neighbor's house to borrow something. And it turned out that my friend was not home. Oh, this is in Virginia? Yes. Only the husband was there. He's creepy. He was creepy to start with. But uh, he goes, oh, okay, well, come on in and I'll go check in the garage with some tool or something I mm. need to borrow. Huh? And uh, so he goes in the garage and I was very uncomfortable about going outside because I tried to wait on the porch. And he was like, no, no, come in because it was hot. And I'm like, ah, kids weren't around, nothing. Mm. I didn't like this at all. So I had the door open and I sat on the edge, like at the arm of the sofa, right mm. inside the door, looking out. Mm. <laughs> Like, hi, neighbors, I'm right, right here. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And all I could think about was, did somebody see me walk in here mm. and her car's not here? And what are people thinking? Right. You know, because well, that's when people start talking. Mm. And it made me uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. I would much rather have waited on I don't even porch. remember you talking to me about that. No. Why is that? Live omission is a lie. <laughs> You're funny. You and Bill. No, so I, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable in situations like How that. How come you're not even looking at me? I'm now? always thinking, I'm painting. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your tone. This is but a... I'm always thinking about those things, just like Giselle. You just makes you feel uncomfortable. And Chris doesn't. Because you don't want people to look from the outside and, and get the wrong idea either. Mm-hmm. You just can't put yourself in circumstances where... A problem could arise. Or at least, I guess you, something you got to think about because then you have to deal with things like this. Right. And not only just what people think, but what if he'd done something? Mm-hmm. And then who's going to help? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody knows and, I'm there. And I don't think anybody's saying that Chris was going to do something no. to her. No, but as a woman, these are the things you have to think about because we're vulnerable. And so your guard's up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. So here, your feelings do matter, and the perception that you feel is the one who feels wrong. And I think Chris and and Candace don't get that at all. I do think they're upset about it being brought up on the show, and I think that's what they're upset about. They're not so much, because they never even acknowledge anything to do with this at all, nothing. And they can't get past how wrong they are. I can't imagine that Chris has lost clients over this. I just refuse yeah, to believe really that. really is making a big deal. I don't get it. I think he loses clients because he doesn't wash his beard. <laughs> this is why I think he would lose clients. You see how angry he is? Yeah. Volatile. He's just I think like it's, her. Do you think it's Candace that's riled him up? Or is know. he that riled I up? I think they're both that way. That's how they got together. One feeds off of the yep. other. Do you think Chris has to act like that, one, in defense of himself or in front of Candace or or is it for Candace or is he defending himself? It's like I'm going to take Candace's side because, well, she's impossible to live with. And 
this is, uh, I got to do this because I'm not working and her album could strike. <laughs> it could get big. <laughs> They're a mess. Yeah, think what happens when they have a kid. Yeah, I honestly don't think these two should be together. It'll be fun to watch them struggle with the kid. Yes, it will. I mean, I'm not, I mean, too bad. I, I think, I mean, I don't wish ill on them. You might. <laughs> <laughs> but to think about the things that they invent that are problems. Right. That aren't problems. Right. She's you want problems? Look what she says. I'm about to hop on my horse. The nasty stuff she says about Giselle's yes. female parts. Oh my gosh, that made me so mad. Did you see? Was it Karen? Karen's response? Yeah, but it's hard. They just have a face. They looks like they have a camera on Karen the whole time. And they probably just completely insert insert Karen facial expression she, no, here. She said that's mean. Yeah. Oh, she said that? Yep. It's just wrong. Yeah. It's that Bill Burr bit that I saw about, I forget, they have like good female stuff on TV. Oh, it was women's, it was a bit was about women's basketball. It's like women, you have a whole basketball league and you don't go. You would rather stay home and watch Real Housewives, watch <laughs> women Tear, tear each other apart. Each other apart. <laughs> and this is what you want to do with your dollars instead of the WNBA. You have a whole league just for you. Go support <laughs> them. Go there. Spend your money there. But no, you're talking about just dollars flying. They're just throwing money at these real housewives. <laughs> and it's this. It's Candace being a complete turd. Yeah. I mean, think you about any I woman. I can't imagine any woman who's ever had that surgery or or have an issue there and not or i don't know be 50 years old and not look at what candace says and yeah. be just Horrified. enraged yeah the thought that people think this you know you're dried I'm not up one to ish to uh -oh. wish people ill will but it's this kind of stuff when she runs her mouth, it makes me just think karma. She needs some karma. Mm. You know, all this ugly stuff she says about people making fun of their difficult situations makes me hope all of them happen to her. Sesame Street character. Yes. And your wizened it. up uterus. Yeah. And... Well, we'll see if she ever has any kids. <laughs> we shall see. And then, look, having to deal with them. I hope she makes enough money so they can have a nanny. Because yeah, I don't think they're going to spend the time taking care of a kid. I don't think they're ready. No. It's real work. Yeah. It is. I can't see them having two. In the beginning, it's the easy part. <laughs> right. Just for the record. Yes. The older they get, the worse it is. Mm. They play her tape of her recording of her Instagram live. Which Robin took some heat for, but I don't know. It's for the show. I think for anything is people, especially on Potomac, get all bent out of shape for pe people bringing stuff to the show. But that's what the show is. So right. you know what? Suck it up. Don't Open say your it. little Pandora's box. I want to see what receipts you got. <laughs> that was great. That's going to be fun next that's time. That's going to be so Because good. these two, I believe, somehow have got a lot of crap on each other. Yeah, I honestly think that... Uh, Jacqueline has been just a pawn this season mm. for Mia. I honestly think 
that she brought her on just to string her around like a puppet and show everybody her how toy. she has this this pet project that she's you know saved somehow with all her money. You know what I mean? And really, they saved her. Right, exactly. And I think that's what it's about. I think it's psychological for her. She doesn't want to feel like a victim anymore, so she wants to flip roles. And you can see Jacqueline's just upset. Didn't see this coming. Horrible. Who is this person that I didn't know? What have you become? Right. But since you're there, I've got a bunch of crap. She seems very nice, and I think that she has been very wronged this season. And I think Mia better look out. Because she's not going to sit down and take it. Yeah. Mm. They've been, I have a feeling, involved in a lot of stuff together. Yeah. A whole lot. Mm. Giselle was kind of, I think we, we, we probably missed it when we were talking about it. She'd talked, Andy had gotten on her about not talking about her personal stuff. And Giselle went, hey, wait a minute. I talk. Y'all don't air it. Yeah, she said she talked to producers, like in a side interview, and they chose not to use it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looked a little uncomfortable about that. <laughs> I don't. Con- I, I don't control what you air. I think the deal was is she doesn't make herself vulnerable in to front the of group. Yes. Yes, that's the issue. They want all the reactions, and for her to have to deal with it, and she doesn't want to have to deal with it. I can't say I blame her. They had this conversation about colorism, and obviously we're not capable or or probably should even speak about it. But I think it was a good venue for Andy Mm -hmm. to stop and say, look, I'm out of this. Y'all have this conversation. I'm going to do this without you. I thought that said something from Mm -hmm. him. I I can't tell whether or not it was well-received or I I don't know. We just – it's not something we can – I don't think we have necessarily experience with – so, but, but I was glad that they talked about it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this. If I was a woman, I would probably want to punch Wendy. Yeah. There's something about her. Yeah. That just draws aggression from people. Yeah. And you can feel it. Yeah. It's, just, it's her holier than now, you know, like the way she throws her titles around and her degrees and she's just always trying to lord over people. Have you seen Giselle treat somebody like her? Oh, I don't even talk to her. I don't like her. Right. I don't care. I've never heard somebody completely dismiss somebody like that before. I mean, they do it loudly. But I agree. I feel the same. Oh, I don't like her. I completely understand. You just dismissed her. Yeah, that's okay. I don't like her. Like, wow, that's pretty clear. That's something else. Yeah. Mm. At least she's honest. Yeah, and Mia says, you know, it got brushed aside, and I don't know that we saw it, but Mia insinuates that she slept with Peter to get a spot in the hotel. Yeah, do you give that any? Well, it's it's hard to tell, right? So you think she's just it, saying it stuff happened for or effect. it didn't? I don't know. I think. Do you think she's capable? Does that come of that? out? Was that a preview? Yes. Okay. It was right at the end. I think you can only tell by Wendy's reaction. But I think Wendy's probably bright enough. Well, she did react. She said, now you're just saying stuff to say it. You're just saying whatever you want to say. I, I, it's probably not true, I would assume. I'm guessing. It probably isn't. Wendy doesn't seem like somebody that 
it, she just doesn't seem like somebody that would do that at all. She does seem like somebody that would get punched. She seemed to <laughs> yes. say that she was going to, she dropped Mia is what she said. Or no, it was, was it Robin? I forget who it was. It didn't matter. Boy, Robin's got a short wick. Yes. They showed some clips of her. Yeah, she gets pretty uh, in people's faces. You know, I thought about it now, and of all of them, she, I saw that thing between her and Monique, and Monique yeah. looked pretty serious there. Mm-hmm. I think of all the people in that room, Robin wins every single fight with every one of them. Mm-hmm. Just something tells me there's something about her that she's been in some fights. Oh, I'm sure she has. Wendy's probably taken some punches, and... Maybe Mia's been in a scrap or two, but she was advising Wendy to dur- fight off camera. To fight off camera. Yeah, that was. Interesting. This means this. That means Robin has a fighting plan. Uh huh. She has a scenario built about when she's going to fight somebody. Right. She's self-aware enough to be able to control herself until the circumstances are right. And I'm not above <laughs> it. We're just not going to fight on camera. Yeah. We're not going to fight where we can get in trouble. Let's. Where do you go behind that the bleachers? Something else behind the bleachers and fight. I couldn't believe they showed that. She's a real person. Yeah. You know, and you say what you want about her, but that's the Robin I like. I mean, I get Robin's boring, but I like that. I'm going to fight you as soon as these cameras are off. I mean, that's bullying. I get it, but this is TV, right? This is reality TV. It's um. The anticipation of death is far worse than death itself kind of thing. <laughs> It'd be like I was um, I, I was in trouble for what? I don't know. We still lived on Spalding Road in Michigan. And I'd gotten in trouble. And I knew that after – I was told that after I was finished eating <laughs> that I would be getting a spank. Slowest meal in history, right? So I sat there for a long time. This is what I think of. I could see like at the cameras are going and Robin looking over at somebody – and looking at him and going, as soon as these cameras are off, I'm coming for you. And then you delaying, hey, can we film this scene again? <laughs> How about another take? Or you sneeze right in the middle of something. Can you film me driving to the police station? Or, you know, you purposely take your soda can and turn the label forward. And you go, hey. Oh, I got to reshoot You got to reshoot this one. And so over and over again, seems like you're delaying. You're just making it worse for yourself. (laughs) Rob is probably somebody you should be afraid of. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So that's fun. I like that. The um, Chris and Giselle thing happens next time. And Gordon says something really creepy about. Again? Yeah, didn't you, you may not have heard it. Said, have you messed around with any of Mia's friends? Oh, yeah. He says, no penetration. Yeah. I don't even have anything for that. It's really creepy. Yeah, well, you know, they're into threesomes. I get it, but it's really creepy. Gross. I have a personal story about that, too. Huh? Not with me. Let's <laughs> just say. You need to tell me something? Let's say somebody. Let's just say a set of my grandparents. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that's great. It's super. That had been a rumor, but it had come out again. One more of the three-hour story with my brother. Three hours on the phone. That came up again. So that's super. That's, yeah, maybe part two of, of I, what was it, the last one? The last podcast, personal podcast. I want my dollar? I want my dollar. So we will break there. When we come back, we have New Jersey. 
Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com 